David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. I'm your host, David Collins. We have a great episode for you today. Very excited. Episode 10 of this new show that we finally started. I thought to celebrate, we might go through the show today with another top 10 list. Of course, I love top 10 lists. The top 10 moments of David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. List of top 10 moments. For example, we'll start with number 10. Number 10 comes from episode number one, where we talked about the Grammys and Beyonce taking the record for the most Grammy awards from former record holder George Solti. We still remember George Solti, so if you think of that today, remember, take a moment, R.I.P. George Solti. Not the most fun moment from the show, but certainly an important one. Today's episode, we have a great guest, a couple of great voicemails and emails to talk about, and we should be expecting a call from the gas cap criminal. One thing I wanted to set straight Um, We did confirm, had a listener get back to us. It was not five guys in Milwaukee. Our guest last week was incorrect about that. So I guess we'll just have to wait to see what the answer might have been. Before we start the show today, color of the day. Color of the day today, mellow yellow. Thought a mild color today and maybe a little reminiscent of Earth Day. Color of the day, mellow yellow. We're actually recording on 420 today. (coughs) don't make too many jokes about that we got a great guest we're going to get right to him in a second and a couple of days before earth day so a bit of a earth day themed episode for you before we get into it sponsor of the show today we love these guys and we're happy to keep them as a sponsor have them back again today booth creek wagyu at 519 macau road suite 500 in manhattan kansas located just north of manhattan kansas booth creek's ranch was originally developed for world-class whitetail deer hunting Contrary to the perception of Kansas geography, Booth Creek features deep Wood Creek draws surrounded by rolling hills of lush tall grass prairie, a perfect place to raise the Wagyu herd. Their ranch, processing plant, and retail store are all within 20-mile radius, allowing complete control of the process. Check them out at boothcreekwagyu.com. Thank you so much, Booth Creek Wagyu, for sponsoring the show again today. Great to have you. Today's guest, very exciting, Carson Tuttle. Carson Tuttle is an amazing stand-up comedian who has performed all around Iowa and the Midwest, working clubs including Octopus Comedy Club, Joystick Comedy Arcade, Teehees, Sanctuary Pub, and the Lucky Cat Comedy Club. He has also opened for hilarious comedians such as Kevin Brown, Jeffrey Asmus, Clownvis Presley, Weisenheimer, and most recently, <laughs> Sam Talent. Find him monthly to see him hosting the Red Room Comedy Showcase in Iowa City. Please welcome to the show, Carson Tuttle. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. I'm very impressed with your research that you found uh, Clown Vis Presley. Oh, we've got a great team that sets up these credits. I'm glad we were able to get things right. One thing I wanted to ask right away. Did did we miss? I noticed we didn't list you as being on any podcast. Have you been on any other podcast? Ben's Fellas, Slice of Life. Those are popular. Our guests have been on many of those. Yeah, yeah. I was just on Ben's Fellas just a month or two ago with Marshall Bowman. Uh, Mar- wow, that's great. I'm looking forward to getting on that show pretty soon here. Who are yeah. you on that with? Yeah, Marshall Bowman, who we actually live in the neighborhood, just up the street and down the block from where we're recording right now is another comic here in Iowa City named Marshall. And uh, Ben went over to his place and they texted me and said, hey, do you want to hop on? So 
did that a couple months ago. That's exciting. What a tight knit group there. Have you done any <laughs> other podcasts? Other people have done Shot 30 Pod, Chicago Roast Battle, any Chicago <laughs> Roast Battle possibly. What I really wanted to ask you about opening for Sam Talent, that was pretty exciting. Speaking of podcasts, he was on Joe Rogan just a few days before you got That's to true. open him. That's, That's true. That's exciting. Yeah it, was, it, yeah, it was pretty amazing to see a guy that you're opening for in two days being on the biggest podcast in the world. And immediately, you're must like, have been a great show, huh? It was fun. It was Did awesome. That sell out. I mentioned. I remember hearing something. He said, "I'm hoping I sell out Cedar Rapids after I'm on Joe Rogan." <laughs> yeah, he did. So he did say that. And the moment he said that too, I texted Haley, who owns and manages the club. I said, "Well, if you're not sold out, you We're are big now." Fans of Haley, we've actually recorded a couple of podcasts from the Lucky Cat there. Yes, Shout yeah. Shout out Lucky Cat Comedy Club. Glad that was so successful. Go on. What were you saying about that text? Oh yeah, and she said, "I think it was going to sell out anyway," but now. She said it's guaranteed. And yeah, I've done uh, Alamine's Green Room at the Lucky well, Alamine, Cat, too. we've had that. You know, I'd love to talk more about Alamine's Green Room, but that sound means it's time for our first game. I'm not sure if we let you know at all about that first game or that we do play games on this show. This game, a little about Carson Tuttle, also a teacher, we failed to mention. Pretty exciting to get a teacher on the show. Our first game, Rudimentary Required Reading. In this game, we find out if you've done all of your required reading. Okay. We're going to have a handful of books that basically everyone reads before finishing high school. We'll read a paragraph from the book, and you'll have to tell me what book we're reading from. Are you ready to play Rudimentary Required Reading? Christ. All right, let's do it. <laughs> now you're probably used to this. Before we start the game, why don't we go ahead and go with number nine of our top ten list of top ten moments from David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show from our first ten episodes. Number nine. Another great guest that we've had on the show is Brody Toopy. One of my favorite new segments that we've had is what Brody's pissed off about this week. We've had Brody calling in and sending out a couple, sending in a couple of those voicemails, and that's why he's found his place there at number nine on our top ten list today. <laughs> Way to go, Brody! He, he's sending in some great voicemails. You made the cut. Are you familiar with Brody Tupi? Yeah, I've met Brody. Up a few and coming times. Co comedian. People are really excited that he's he's getting more shows now, and he's really getting up there. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Round one of rudimentary required reading. Okay. Whew. Go back to 10th grade English. Here we go. As winter drew on, Molly became more and more troublesome. She was late for work every morning and excused herself by saying that she, was, she had overslept. And she complained of mysterious pains, although her appetite was excellent. On every kind of pretext, she would run away from work and go to the drinking pool where she would stand foolishly gazing at her own reflection in the water. Now, Ooh. that was a book that you should have read in school. You might be assigning it out there. What do you think that book might have been? We have a character that's running away and going to a drinking pool. Do you have any idea what that book might have been? Uh, I'll take a guess. The Poisonwood Bible. It's a guess, though. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. The answer was Animal Farm. Oh, Animal, Animal Farm. Farm. I did read Animal Farm, actually. I just forgot the animals' names. Go figure. You know, I'd probably say this at nauseum. Yes. If you asked me any other day, I would have gotten that answer right, but I can't think of it right now. I think I say that every day, <laughs> and it always seems to be that way. I just remember one of the pigs' names was Snowball. That's all the only animal name I remember from Animal Farm. Round two. <laughs> would you like to read round two? You must be good at these. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. Round two. Okay. Round two. The lawn started at the beach and ran towards the front door for a quarter of a mile, jumping over sundials and brick walls and burning gardens. 
Finally, when it reached the house drifting up the side in bright vines, as though from the momentum of its run, the front was broken by a line of French windows glowing now with reflected gold and wide open to the warm, windy afternoon. Give that a few moments to think about. What might that show? Might, might what might that book have been? We have a lawn. Sounds like a pretty nice house. Maybe I, some vines. So the big, beautiful house and that type of descriptive uh, paragraph makes me think of F. Scott Fitzgerald. I think that's the Great Gatsby, David. Hey, that's got right. it. What's the Great Gatsby? Hell yeah! You even knew the author there. Yes, I did. Now, one thing for our audience, anybody just tuning in, of course, I happen to just find myself in Iowa City today, happen to come by Carson's house. Thanks so much for inviting me in, but he does have a dog, so you may hear some of that in the back room. Sorry, George Michael was very excited that I got the great Gatsby. It was a great answer there. I'm glad you were able to get one. I hope you're able to get our last guest, not able to get practically any of the answers correct. So happy that you're having some success. Yes, I'm Before glad. we do round three here, do you like this game? This is great. Yeah, I love it. I thought it. it'd be a good game for you. We didn't ask, what kind of teacher are you? I teach social studies, so I do global history. I see. Well, a lot of these graders. books are historical. Hopefully that's in your ballpark there. <laughs> Before we start number three, round three. I thought we might start go number eight on our top ten list. Okay. Number eight on our top ten list today is the gas cap criminal's riddle being solved on episode six. <laughs> we had a little incident. My gas cap was stolen, and he was calling into the show and offering riddles to try to return the gas cap back to us. Laura from Youngstown, Ohio, managed to solve the solve the answer and get me back my gas cap. So way to go, Laura. Thank you again, Laura. That was number eight. Now round three. <laughs> okay. I'm one I'm one for two right one now. One for two? Maybe we can make it two for three. Let's anyway. Try to get a winning record. Anyway, I keep picturing all these little kids playing some game in this big field of rye and all. Thousands of little kids and nobody's around, nobody big. I mean except me. And I'm standing on the edge of some crazy cliff. What I have to do, I have to catch everybody if they start to go over the cliff. I mean if they're running and they don't look where they're going, I have to come out from somewhere and catch them. Okay. I I think I might be a little bit of a tougher one there. Do you have any idea what that book might be? Standing on a cliff. I think baseball related maybe. I heard something there, I think. I think that's uh Catcher in the Rye. Wow, yeah, really nailing these games here. I'm glad you're able to have as little success on these games today. That's correct. That was Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, okay. JD Salinger. He was a very depressed person. Wow, you really are knowledgeable on some of these authors here. Number seven on our top ten list, episode five, featuring Jameson Cox. You know Jameson. <laughs> yeah, he's one of my guest. best friends. A little bit of an interrupter, though, I must say, but a great <laughs> guest. We had a voicemail come in from a listener from Jamaica on that episode. <laughs> Jamaica. Yeah, it was great to hear. We have a bit of a Jamaican correspondent. It was exciting. Looking they get forward. David Collins in the aisles. <laughs> Looking forward to hearing from you again, B-Dude. <laughs> oh, gosh. Now, speaking of teaching, when did you realize you wanted to be a teacher? Uh, because I think, well, when I went to college, I didn't know what I wanted to be. And as soon as I saw there was a radio program, I knew exactly what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. It's not like that for a lot of people. Was it kind of like you for that same way? Did you find your route early? Uh, when I was a senior in high school, that's when I decided I want to become a teacher. And what drew you to teaching? It must be a lot like the stand-up that you perform. It's just a lot like radio. You know, you're always, it's a profession where every day you're performing, you have to be on. Yeah, I would say the thing that really drew it to me is I had two really great teachers when I was a senior in high school. One of them was a history teacher, one of them was an English teacher. 
And I love their classes so much. And I wanted to be a teacher like that. So that's the thing that kind of made me want to do it. That's great. And inspired you. We were talking a little about before the show about how you inspire some of your students. So that's great to hear that they <laughs> passed that on to you. Speaking of Jameson it. there, I had asked him this same question. We were talking about the stand-up <laughs> specials that get released on YouTube now. How okay. long have you been doing stand-up? You've been doing it for quite a long time now. Yeah, I've been doing it over seven years now. Have you considered putting out a special do you have anything online that documents <laughs> i uh no i just have i have short clips online don't have a full yeah you have special. something to plug make sure you plug your now we had a guest previously uh, we've had a few guests that change their shows all the time yeah. don't even have a show to plug our last guest barely wanted to plug their tiktok i really had to pull it out of them yeah plug your shows where do we find you make sure you also you also know his live shows that you can come out and find too but where do they find you, <laughs> you have a website jameson cox had a website uh i don't have a website you can follow me on instagram at, at mr tuttle nation i post everything from shows to clips to where i'm going to be going to next month all of that stuff i put on my instagram and uh yeah that's probably the best place to follow me uh, i have a facebook fan page that is called uh comedy with Carson Tuttle actually and uh, yeah check that out too post stuff on there all the time but yeah I host a monthly show at Sanctuary Pub that's called the Red Room Comedy Showcase we do it usually last Thursday of every month our next show is on April 27th it's part of the Floodwater Comedy Festival and you were saying exactly that that you were going to be part of that Floodwater Comedy Festival we're hoping to go do some interviews at that comedy festival <laughs> and keep an eye out Can't for that wait, make dude. sure you're following us on Instagram at DC 30 minute half hour show and if you have any emails or voicemails you want to send into the show or any ideas for any other streeties that we might be doing, make sure you send those to dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. That's very exciting that you're attached to that festival there. So happy to hear it. Now, yeah, I asked, thanks, man. I asked this to everybody. Now, everybody wants to know. I think it's a very interesting question. Now, you thought probably from your students or from your travels, how do you write your material? Oh, man, that's a good question. I think anytime something comes to my mind, I try to write it down as soon as possible. And then I take all those ideas and I take them on stage and I just talk them out and I see, usually try to think of like one really good line. If I get one really good line, then I might be able to make it into something else. But yeah, you it takes a long time. Do you develop your though. material in the classroom then, would you say? <laughs> Sometimes. I would, when I first... Well, you get a free audience there. A lot of people are struggling <laughs> for stage time, not this guy. <laughs> Why don't we jump into number six on our top 10 list here? Another guest that you're familiar with. Episode two, we interviewed Ben Woodfield. <laughs> oh, I love Ben. Host of Ben's Fellows. We confronted him on controversial clips from his show. He actually admitted he was wrong for saying those hateful things. A proud moment for David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show, addressing that controversy to his face. Oh, man. It's very exciting. I'm, I'm known for a bit of a, a bit of a hot interviewer. We'll, we'll talk yeah, a little about that. Yeah, you asked the tough questions. List. I've heard that before. And uh, one, of our, one of our coming up to, on the top 10 list talks a little bit about that, too. Do you tour at all, or you just do those local shows? Um, I'm, I'm pretty local right now. Uh, I'm hoping to get some stuff going this summer. Um, I can tell you, uh, I'll be going back to my hometown of Lincoln, Nebraska this summer to the Storm Cellar. I'll be headlining a show there on That's July That's great. We 8th. have some listeners out there in Nebraska. Some, some Lincoln, Nebraska people. That very much surprises me. Uh, that's where I started doing comedy, too. So it's always fun to go back to the place where I started doing stand-up. And then, yeah, I'm actually going to be headlining uh, the Lucky Cat on August 5th. Headlining at the Lucky Cat. That's exciting. Also exciting. That sound means it's time for our second game. I hope we hear a little <laughs> more about that Lucky Cat. Though, of course, we love that we love the lucky cat 
Boy, this dog was barking, didn't even notice, and I'm so excited for that second game here. <laughs> second game, a little more on that Earth Day theme, of course. This is a Who Said It game. I hope you like these Who Said It games. This is Who Said It, Steve Irwin or Steve Jobs. Oh, this is a good one. We'll go through a quote. You'll have to say, <laughs> was it Steve Irwin's or Steve Jobs? And then we'll go ahead and listen to the clip. Oh, can't wait. Okay, I love it. Let's do it. Round one. People say you have to have a lot of passion for what you're doing. And it's totally true. And the reason is, is because it's so hard that if you don't, any rational person would give up. <sighs> give it a few seconds, give it a thought. Steve Irwin or Steve Jobs? <sighs> People say you have to have a lot of passion for what you're doing. And it's totally true. And the reason is, is because it's so hard that if you don't, any rational person would give up. I'm gonna say Steve Jobs. Yeah, wow, all right. You know, we actually ran this through our team and none of, nobody on our staff was able to get this one correct. Oh, wow. The show. So Thanks. That's awesome that you were yeah. able to pull that the, one out. The, the hint was how pretentious it was. People say you, you have to have a lot of passion for what you're doing, and it's totally true. And the reason is, uh, is because it's so hard that if you don't, any rational person would give up. It's really hard. Uh, good old Steve, you're RIP. Right. Round two of Who Said It, Steve Irwin or Steve Jobs. Okay, I'm ready. And guess what, Charles? I don't give a rip whose money it is. I'll use it and I'll spend it on buying land. <laughs> Steve Irwin or Steve Jobs. And guess what, Charles? I don't give a rip whose money it is. I'll use it and spend it on buying land. So Steve Irwin or Steve Jobs? Oh, gosh, you can really go either way. Is he buying a... A wildlife preserve with the, for the land, or is he buying a cryptocurrency mine? I'm not sure. Um, oh, unfortunately, you've ran out oh, of time. I didn't know there was a time limit. Oh no! My guess, my gut was Steve Irwin. Well, let's go ahead and take a look. If you would have gotten that correct, had you been on time? Oh no! Conservation, and guess what, Charles? I don't give a rip whose money oh, it is, no, mate. I'll use Steve it. Irwin. I'll spend it on buying land. Well, that could have uh, been the right answer. Should have gone there. with my gut. A little quicker there. Should have gone with right. my gut. We got one more round here. Do you like this game? I'm loving it. I wish I would have just said what I was thinking. I love these Who Said It games too. I wish we had more than just three rounds of it, but I guess it is a bit of a packed show today. <laughs> Round three. If there's one thing I would want to be remembered for, is be remembered for passion and enthusiasm. Mm. If there's one thing that I would want to be remembered for, is be remembered for passion and enthusiasm. You know, I'm Steve might Irwin. That quote. I'm going to say Steve Irwin. Yeah, That's Steve Irwin. Yes, great job. You're doing a great job on these games. Let's hear him say it there. Yeah, thank you. I thought that might be one of my quotes for a second. <laughs> like you are pretty passionate. I baby. feel it. Wow. If there's one thing that I, Steve Irwin, would want to be remembered for is be remembered for passion and enthusiasm. Conservation is my job, my life. Yeah. Remember, everybody at home, happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day, everyone. Happy Earth Day to the Irwin family, too. That's a bit morbid. I was just trying to give them condolences. For those of you just tuning in, of course, we are doing a top 10 list today of top 10 moments from our first 10 episodes of David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. Coming in at number five on our list is a phone scam from a couple episodes ago. 
Becky wrote us and we prank called her coworker Marcus. Oh, he no. got a bit of a high tip and was bragging about it. So we called in and told him that the tip was not what we wanted. Gave him a bit of a hard time, oh, boy. Gave him a little bit away. of a scare. He thought we were going to come down there and rough him up, and then we let him know. Just a prank call, Marcus, but be careful when you're talking about money. Great moment from David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. <laughs> so glad you're doing so well. Just on some gyms. Yeah, this is fun. I'm having a good time. So we had a voicemail come in here uh, from somebody many of our audience will be familiar with. We'll Your just... audience leaves you voicemails? Yeah, people can email show, email us uh, voicemails or any emails they want read on the show. You email it to dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. Oh, I love it. Okay. We have a couple that we're going to take a listen to here. This first one, pretty familiar voice, and we're just going to have to get through it. And uh, <laughs> we got to get through it. Hope, hope that we can solve the riddle this week. Solve the riddle. Hello, Mr. David Collins. It is me, the gas gap criminal. I'll have to leave you a voicemail today. I go to therapy on Thursdays and a phone call would be tough for me right now. Anyway, your guest was wrong about five guys haha. And I did not see anyone looking for your co-host at the Sonic, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So we've made our next move. You'll have to find us at a restaurant somewhere in the country. Here's the clue. Down the road from a naturally formed jug. There's a diner where food and fun you'll lug. You may not be able to find your glasses. But at this diner, you'll find your co-host, no passes. Happy Earth Day, by the way. Oh, he celebrates Earth Day. Yeah, that was a nice little addition, I guess. Happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day to you, gas cap criminal. So what's happened now, uh, to fill you in, Carson? (laughs) I do have a lot of questions. We we were supposed to have a guest co-host on last week's episode. Somebody that we were going to have before. Dan ended up filling in for him that time. He just wasn't able to make it in. Everything we were going to have him on the show it was all going according to plan. Now he's been kidnapped by the gas cap criminal. No! And he's traveling the country with him, and we're looking, he's giving us riddles to try to find him so we can finally get that co host on the show. It, have you tried contacting the authorities? What are they going to do? <laughs> but if anybody can't solve that riddle, it's as easy as that, and we'll get that co host back on the show, hopefully. We did have another voicemail come in. This voicemail is coming in from Richard from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Richard, okay. Hi, Richard. Great to hear from you, Richard. Let's take a listen. Hey, David. Real glad to hear you on the air again. Been a big fan since K-Rock 101.5. I still think they gave you a bum rap letting you go like that. But hey, it's great hearing some of your old bits again. Say, do you think you'll bring back Wheel of Fruit? Man, that was my favorite. (laughs) Anyways, rock on, David. Uh, can you t- talk to me about Wheel of Fruit? Rock on, Richard. I gave this voicemail a little listen earlier, and that's what yeah, I'm sure you were wondering what I had this bag for. Uh, so we'll go ahead and get into it. <laughs> I have this bag here. We're going to play an old game that we used to love on the radio, get people calling in. Unfortunately, we can't really do that format right now, but a quick game of Wheel of Fruit's always fun. Oh, so we'll I love it. Game. Okay. So in my bag, I have this wheel, and on this wheel, we have multiple fruits. Also in my bag here, I have a variety of fruits. It doesn't really encompass the whole wheel, uh, but hopefully we just get one that I have in the bag here, and we'll go ahead and play Wheel of Fruit. Uh, Give it a quick round here, so we'll spin the wheel, and of course you can't play because you'll see what fruit it is. Yeah, I I wouldn't want to ruin the game. Do a quick round here of Wheel of Fruit and see if we can guess what fruit we got. So let's spin the wheel here. I'm sorry, I guess I should have let you spin. Go. Oh, sorry. My bad. Don't worry about it, dude. 
All right. So we'll take our fruit here. And so what we do, everybody listening, we're going to take this fruit and we're going to hit it against the table. And you're at home going to have to guess what fruit that might be. Let's go ahead and take a look. Now, we did play this one other time on the show. And if I remember correctly, this does sound a little heavier than what that might have been. Wow. Give it a few moments here. And everybody at home, the answer was a pineapple. Wow. We teased it last time, so I'm so glad that we were able to get it this time. The answer, of course, pineapple. Good job, everyone who said pineapple. Thanks so much for writing in, Richard. That is a fun game. And we're also going to be bringing back some old bits that we haven't already brought back. We're working right now with a team. I'd love to bring back a good David Collins song parody, <laughs> just like we brought back the phone scams, just like we brought back Lily Bells. Looking forward to getting that song parody put together, but we have to make sure that it's topical, so we're waiting for a good story. <laughs> Speaking of good stories, of course, our next segment. But before we start that next segment, let's go ahead and jump to number four on our top ten list. I'm loving the top ten list, by the way. It makes me feel like I was actually there for all of these episodes. Well, that's great. It's getting everybody. We have a lot of new listeners, so we want to make sure they know what's kind of happened in the past. If yeah. they catch themselves up, these are some highlights. Number four is from episode seven with Alomine. Oh, yeah. Guest. I love Alo. We had Alomine on the show, and we learned all about him starting out in comedy with Kill Tony. Yes. Which was great to hear about. Yeah. And we talked about his infamous encounter with Donnell Rawlings. I would recommend everybody to come listen to that interview on episode seven with Alomine to hear about that infamous incident with Donnell Rawlings. Legendary YouTube video, too. Look up Alomine on Kill Tony, and you'll see him get into a verbal roasting altercation with donald rowling an it's amazing awesome. incident there and i remember listening back and wishing that i had mentioned that a little more closely on the show i hope everybody's <laughs> able to keep up of course that sound means it's time for world news with david collins yeah local today a lot of going on nationally elon musk had that interview i wanted to talk about a little bit talk a little bit oh about yeah this, this government leaker something going on in california looks like uh-oh <laughs> and talk a little about the Dalai Lama. I'm sure you've heard that story. Yes, I've heard about the good old Dalai Lama. Did you see that Elon Musk interview with the BBC? Did you see that his uh, rocket test failed today? The SpaceX rocket test? I did not. That's interesting. Yeah, and he predicted that it was going to fail, actually. He said earlier this week that he did not expect it to uh, do what it was supposed to do, that it was still very early. Well, that's a smart way to hedge starship. your bet. If I was a yeah. gambling man, I would always bet against myself, too. I think that's, that's exactly a, what it's it illegal is. in most sports, in fact. It is, yeah. It's called fixing, point did, shaving. Did you hear about this government leaker at all? Yes, I did. He sold the Pentagon stuff on Discord. Was it, was it, was it, did he sell it? I, haven't I don't that. know. I don't know. I, it would be hard for me to imagine that he was just free, like willingly giving it away without some sort of I can't imagine though. people on Discord are really... <laughs> putting up a lot of money. I was amazed government. there was enough people on Discord for it to warrant a, an indictment and conspiracy. That's right. Isn't it mostly a voice chat system anyway? You wouldn't imagine yeah. there's many This government. is how dumb it was is because I'm a middle school teacher and I had seventh graders laughing at that guy this week. That's well, how me, dumb it was. Before you start, before you, if you're going, if you know a little more about the story, that's great. I'll just set you up here. Airman first class Jack Douglas Texaria yes. was taken into custody to face charges of leaking classified documents. Just in case people aren't too familiar with the story, now they know what we're talking about here. Yeah. I'm a bit of a journalist myself. I've been in broadcasting for many years. And I was surprised that he he seemed to be kind of ratted out by the media in this incident. It was, a, it was a bit of a, that's how it seems to be portrayed. At least it seems that they kind of did the FBI's job for them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's, it's, it's such a wild story, though, because he... 
didn't even know these people that he was chatting with on Discord. They, you know, like they had usernames, so they could have been anybody. Well, you never really know anybody online. That's what I always say. <laughs> That's a good rule to if live If they want by, these David. charges to stick, though, they might want to think of a scarier charge than leak. Am I right? <laughs> California announced last week a plan to have 100% new car production be electric cars by the year 2035. Okay. Hopefully they can figure out a way to get these cars running on wildfires. <laughs> that was a good one. I like that one. <laughs> you know, it's a little bit in bad taste these days, but I had an old coworker at the station, Sloan. He would always say, California, land of fruits and nuts. And it's a little, I don't really condone that, but he would always say that. <laughs> That's like a grandpa joke. It is, it, it is really a grandpa joke. An old guy. That's the direction of radio, though. You know, they get rid of the new people. They keep the old people and they stay there and they get fired and the station gets adopted by Radio GPT. And that's where we are today. Yeah, it's true. It's true. How about this Dalai Lama story? This Dalai Lama, the Dalai Lama, apparently taking visitors, talking to people, talking to children. Child goes up. The Dalai Lama gives the child a kiss on the lips and then sticks his tongue out and says, suck my tongue. Did you hear about this? Yeah, yeah, I heard about the Dalai Lama uh, telling a boy to suck his tongue. It's interesting. You know, yeah. it is an Indian tradition where it is an old Indian tradition to show respect by sticking their tongue out at each other. No Indian tradition about sucking the tongue, but there is a there is a bit of that. So maybe he's just old and confused like that. You know, he wouldn't be the only world leader that's old and confused these days. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if it's a tradition for the Dalai Lama to get bleeped by children. Cut that. We'll just bleep it, I think. <laughs> we'll just bleep it. They say if you have dimples, you were touched by an angel. I wonder what kind of dimples you get if you suck that angel's tongue. Well, that's great. We have one more game here we want to get into, and we have a few on this top ten list, so I thought we might do two in a row here. Let's go ahead and jump to number three. We mentioned this before, also from episode two with Ben Woodfield. What a great episode. It was a good episode. Lily Battles. Where Anthony reached out to us and we discovered, gave Laura a call, a bit of another prank phone call there, and we discovered Laura may have been cheating on him. <laughs> Reach out to the show, Anthony. I'd love to hear an update on that story. Number two on our top 10 list of top 10 moments that's happened on the first 10 episodes of David Kahn's 30 minute half hour show. Number two, we aired this old interview from the station on episode number three. Mm hmm. Our famous interview with climate activist Greta Thunberg. Oh, wow. It seems like a while ago now. I was actually one of the first people to interview her when, her, when she came into the news in 2019. You, you interviewed teenage climate activist Greta Thunberg. In 2019, September of 2019. Wow. Yeah, right when that New York Times story came out, we had her call into the station. I knew it was going to be an important character, and we were one of the first people to get her on. Wow. It was a great interview. She paid me a lot of compliments, too, which didn't keep me from giving her the hard questions. She actually has a history of abusing frogs in the park, so we got to talk a little about that. <laughs> so does my friend Colin Phelps. Interesting. Yeah. Does he swim? Uh, not much anymore, but we would throw frogs in the air at summer camp. Hey, that sound means it's time for our third and final <laughs> game today. Can't wait. This is a bit of a tougher game. This is, what are they selling? <laughs> okay. We're gonna listen to a piece of a commercial, and by just that piece of the commercial, you're gonna have to determine, what are they selling? Okay. Now we try to be fair here. We're not looking really specifically for a brand name. You're just gonna try to aim for the product as close as you can. Are you ready to play, Carson? I can't wait. What this are they sounds selling? Great. Yeah, what are they selling? What are you selling? America? Great. <laughs> Round one. 
Maybe something different this week? No, any good mysteries? Something with some cool accents? Let's just scroll. Oh no, not the scroll. These people are really about to push my buttons. Now oh. these can be pretty tough, so we like to, if it's if it's a tough one like that, we can go ahead and listen to it a second time. We'll just listen to it a second time here, pay attention. Okay. Maybe something different this week? No, any good mysteries? Something with some cool accents? Let's just scroll. Oh no, not the scroll. These people are really about to push my buttons. All right, so we got a reference to buttons. We got a reference to scrolling. It sounds like people were talking to each other about maybe their plan. What might they be selling? Oh, man. That sounded like Will Arnett. I'm going to guess Reese's. Reese's? Walk me a little through. Where do you think Reese's for? Uh, the the voice over sounded like Will Arnett, and I know he does Reese's commercials. Nope, not oh, Reese's. No. Okay. It actually was a Netflix commercial. Oh, it was Netflix. It was a Netflix commercial. They were okay. sitting down, wondering what they were going to watch that evening. That's all right. You're pretty good at these games and pretty yeah. good at the comeback, so we're going to see if All right, see if we can... Come on. What are they selling? What are they selling? What are they selling? Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, has a lot of lemons. Well, you know what they say when life gives you we lemons. We know the saying, Mark. All right, we got something about lemons. A lot going on there. A lot of things falling apart and a little sound cue somewhere in there that might have given it away. What might they be selling? Oh, gosh. Lemons. Sound cue. When life gives you lemons. You know, I heard a great joke. Hello Fresh. The other day. Hello Fresh. Well, it could be something smelly. Let's go ahead and take a listen. Oh, oh no. no! Golly, getting killed. I was I was much better at the literature and quotes. This <laughs> this commercial thing's doing it for That's me. That's true. You must spend a lot of time working and not a lot of time watching TV. The answer was a Bud Light lemon flavor. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, a little controversial. I don't think that we wanted to include that in the news, but it was fun to have a little commercial about Bud Light there. <laughs> Nobody knows where we're at on that, and we're going to keep it that way because we're very Good. inclusive and we always want to stay positive on that. Good. On I have show. I have nothing to add to I the conversation. I don't think any way you tackle that story, you can stay positive so we wanted to just avoid it and have a little fun game with lemon bud light and then you really can't tackle i didn't us. know that there was a bud light lemon that's actually nice to know sorry that might be to one side of the argument or that another. might be that might be worse than what we bleeped out earlier <laughs> let's try round three round three of what are they selling authorities still in pursuit it's a chase that some are calling the chase of the century and is now a global phenomenon mm -mm. If somebody is being chased, now that's going to be a tougher one uh, for what are they selling, but this was a famous Super Bowl commercial. I was about to say, I recognize it, and I was like, that sounds like a Super Bowl commercial. And if we're not looking for the brand, it may even be easier just to kind of get what the product might be, but what might they be selling? Um, Socks. I knew it wasn't socks. That's way off. <laughs> that's a famous Super Bowl commercial selling the Prius. Oh, yeah. Running all of the cops and it's taking over the news cycle. They can't stop talking about it. They're flipping through the channels. Great commercial. Oh, is that the one Jerry Seinfeld did? He did another commercial for a car at I, one point. I don't believe so. It was okay, different robbery. one. In fact, different one. it's a very fun commercial. Anybody oh, listening? the bank robbery one. Okay, I remember. Definitely check out that commercial. <laughs> and if you like that commercial, make sure you let us know. Email us at dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. Any feedback, any emails, or any voicemails that you want to have played on the show before we finish up the show today. Carson, how'd you like that third game? Out of, out of all the games today, what do you think your favorite one was? I think my favorite game was actually the Steve Jobs or Steve Irwin game. I thought that was fun. The third one, 
I I just was really bad at it. It's a difficult game. Would you believe Brody got two out of the three when we played? What are they selling? Well, Brody's a corporate shill, so that makes perfect sense. One of the answers was a food delivery service. (laughs) We didn't give him a tough disadvantage there. Yeah, I guessed HelloFresh on one of them. I love those who who said it games also. Those might be my favorite also. Yeah, it's a good one. Before we finish up the show today, of course, (laughs) number one on our top ten list today of top ten moments of the David Collins 30-minute half-hour show has to be from episode number eight, where we had Mark Norman as a guest. Did you really? April Fool's. It was actually our intern Jerry doing his best Mark Norman impression, and it was very exciting. It was great to have him do that. Thanks again, Jerry. (laughs) Thanks, Jerry, for transporting us. Phenomenal job that he did there. People really believed it. It was was the job. That's great. That's great. It'd be cool if you could get the real Mark Norman at some point. Maybe. You know, I've met him before. I actually opened for him 10 years ago. Did you really? I can't talk, I can't talk about this. I tell this story on almost any, every, every episode, it seems like, at this point. Really? I, I can't stop telling this story, it seems like. Every, it always comes up. I'm not sure why everybody wants to talk to me about it, but we can leave it at that, of course. I tell that story on episode three in complete detail, but every guest wants to talk to me about it, but we really can't get into it today because we've reached the end. Oh, Did no. Have a fun time on the show, Carson? This was a great, great time. We'll have to have you back in the future. You've we'll done such a good back. job in those games. Do you know Austin Ingalls? I love Austin He Ingles. did a great job on these games, and we're looking to have him back to compete with somebody else who's done a great job on these games. So oh, we'll nice. be looking at that in the future. We'd Everybody love to. Everybody listening, remember, I've been David Collins, and you've been the best. <laughs> David Collins. 30 minutes. Go with David Collins.